Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Hello, listeners. It's Adrian here on the latest Arcade Attack podcast. It's been a while since we spoke about an Amiga or an Amiga games. We talk about it like every week, don't we, the Amiga? It's, but that's still a whole week, Dylan. Yeah. That's a while. Now, a few weeks ago, someone called Timothy emailed me and he was like, how crazy would it be if I made a video now on the Amiga, your favorite, or oh, Arcade Attack's favorite Amiga games? A Timothy, but not like Timothy Wilson, who, who writes for us and is essentially part of Arcade Attack. That, that himself. And I'd love to talk to him one day, but that can happen relatively soon we'll see um so he sent me an email saying what is why don't we get all the top 10 amiga games i'll put it in some crazy algorithms you know google style algorithms you know Ooh, to, yeah and work out what finally is our top 25 so i i, I was like a, a kid in a candy store so i said yes yeah, my top 10 dylan you got involved an arcade attack amiga 25 yeah I and love chris this. chris mccauley also got involved yeah rob didn't reply boo rob um, screw him uh, and obviously Obviously, Tim himself, Timothy Wilson, also got his top 10. And so he put it in some crazy computer. I'm talking Muhammad Ali versus Rocky Marciano style. Some weird formulas. I don't know what he's done, but it's come out with it. He's chugged out the top 25. So I thought today, because he, he, he wants to make a video of this, I might just piggyback on the idea and just run through our top 25. Yeah, let's do it. Let's piggyback um, without him. I wish Timothy was here because I'd love to get his input. <laughs> yeah, I really wish that guy was here. <laughs> but... Spoiler alert, he is. <laughs> Say hello, Tim. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's Japan. it going? From uh, uh, In Japan. In a hotel. Bad for Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. My daughter's waking up now. <laughs> <laughs> get her to go back to sleep. Come back to sleep. One minute. So it's about 11.30. One minute. I better go get her. One sec, guys. Go, mate. Go and get her. Get her. <laughs> Whilst he's doing that, let's let's let's. So basically, how, what's what's the format of this going right. to be, Adrian? Well, I've tried. We, we've got a massive list of games here. We tried to make it so there's not many sequels. So obviously, we try to reduce that. There's a couple of uh, exceptions to that, but generally, so, so for example, Alien Breed one and two and all that, we've mm. stuck to one of them. Does that make sense? Because we wanted a diverse uh, list. Uh, yeah, I suppose you can't have all the Alien Breeds in one thing. You know, no. Like, three or four of them exactly so we stuck to one but a couple of exceptions mm. we've also tried to pick games that are kind of iconic on the amiga right so there's some games where they were good on the amiga but maybe better on the pc and or or for example rainbow islands brilliant game probably could be on our list but it's such a sort of game across so many platforms we thought we'd stick more to the amiga Does that makes sense yeah dylan's not sure hey it's tim's I'm crazy good. algorithms yeah. and crazy formulas has done it <laughs> Tim's crazy algorithms. So, so, um, so. go on, mate. Yep. Tim is back. So um, yeah, all I did was uh, use one of them uh, Excel sheets and just uh, added the numbers together. Oh. <laughs> but, dude, that's a crazy We're algorithm. <laughs> that's, like, that's wizardry. That's like, Excel, <laughs> that's like Excel wizardry, man. So, hold on. So, so we're going to go from 25 one to 1, right? 25 to 1. And just to be a bit crazy and cheeky, because I know it's a bit of a favourite of our listeners. I thought I'd do a bit of a back of the box at the start for each game. So at home, you can guess what the game is. Yeah. And Dylan, you can be involved too, because you, okay. apart from your top 10, 
Yeah. You don't know what the rest of the games are. No. And I don't want to make it too loud, but all of Dylan's choices, we just binned out straight away. So. Oh, F off. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> some of the back of the box descriptions include the game. So if that's the, the name. So I'm going to just call those games blank. Blank. Blankety blank. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Are you ready? So, Tim, are we happy? Are you ready for this? Yep. <laughs> so, All just, good. just because we're pretty crazy people, we've got a joint 25th place. There's two. I know, that's how crazy you are. Look at Dylan's face. Oh my God, the algorithm couldn't separate him out, could it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, in joint 25th place, so we're going to go through 26 games technically. The first game, back of the box style. Are you ready for this? Yeah. A challenge has been set by the druids of the High Temple. You and your tribe have to complete, uh, compete with up to three others to find the blank and bring it back to the stone circle. The prize is the ultimate power. Sounds simple enough if it wasn't for the small matter of the Black Knights. They have other ideas. Their masters have sworn that they destroy that blank and you with it. It's Moonstone, isn't it? It's Moonstone. I know that Tim. Mm-hmm. I want. I'll, I'll give Tim a chance to speak now because I know it's one of your personal favourites. Why do you like Moonstone so much? Oh man, the art. We're talking like one year before Mortal Kombat was released. We've got pixel art with the bloodiest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it basically. And Super also, bloody. you've got like an RPG style. Love it's it. so bloody, and uh, you can actually play it from one to four players. So you can bring all your mates down. It's a great game. It's like a perfect, it's like a party game, isn't it? Can you imagine? We've done a podcast on Moonstone, one of our first ever podcasts. Mm. I think it was the third or fourth episode. And you know that I I love the game. Tim's another Moonstoner. Dylan, you're a little bit, you're not really a Moonstoner. I've only touched it slightly. Um, I thought it was too hard. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> the fighting bits, and yeah, kind of, I didn't really stick with it. Sorry, boys. So it didn't, it didn't, it, it wasn't one of my top ten. Surprisingly, boo. See, if, if me and Tim had our way, it would oh. be in the top ten, but. The crazy algorithm. Yeah, okay, all right. So in mm-hmm. the other 25th place, that's, that's how we roll, mm-hmm. back of the box. Sometime during the last century, an experiment uh, with time, space, and early computers created a bizarre machine. The inventor's name was Baron Fortesque. The machine was the... Chaos Engine. Hey. <laughs> Chaos Engine was 25th. <laughs> oh, yes. Are we surprised by that, boys? <laughs> Seriously? Do you think it should be higher? <laughs> Yeah, Tim, do you reckon it should be higher than that? Um, dude, I, I know the list, and there's so many like games that knock it out of the park here. So, tough competition here. Exactly, you got to get on the list, mate. All right, okay, interesting. All right, so so those are two fairly well, you know, well-known games, aren't they? So the Amiga community now they're listening to this and going, "Oh yeah, Moonstone, great." Ah, uh, Chaos Engine twenty-five. Yeah. They've been like, "It should be higher." They should be higher. All right. Okay. But we're t- number 24. Go on, then. We'll crack on. 24. Let's really it says here, prepare to recommence motorized combat and do battle in the most brutal race of all. With a one or two player option, new weaponry, 20 new tracks, including bridges and ramps to be jumped and improved graphics, blank blank promises to be an even greater smash than the original blank. I don't know. You guys are going to have to tell me this. Learn this one. <laughs> the game is Supercars um, 2. Supercars 2. Ah, Supercars 2. Um, yep. I believe, what, talk to me, Tim, you're more of a Supercars... He did the whole Supercars lovely article for the website. I'll have to link that in now, won't I? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah. makes it a good game? Well, I need to explain it. Yeah, mate, explain it to the people. Uh, the yeah, okay. It. 
Okay, so if you ever played Micro Machines and you like that, it's pretty much the same game, but with weapons. There you go. And you could say a tournament, okay? And that's pretty much it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Super guys. What else is to say? Machines with weapons. Well, I'll play it. I have played it a bit. I played the original Supercars. Um, it's a it's a it's a classy game. It's a smooth game. Um, I think Chris might put it on his list as well. So maybe that's why it's edged up a bit. So there you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. In twenty in twenty third place, take part in a high seas murder mystery. (laughs) As Inspector Raoul Ducentier. You have been invited on a dream cruise in the Mediterranean, but no sooner has the cruise begun when you are summoned to investigate a scandalous crime, the murder of your host. Cruise for a corpse! Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that game. I love that game. It's so beautiful. It's like, I don't think... It's one of those ones that not a lot of Amiga people talk about. Mm. I don't know if people are listening to this would have heard about it, but it it is this, it's by Delphine, so it's yes. very kind of cinematic. I think Eric Chah- Chahi was in. Was it a Chahi game? I've got a feeling he was involved in the game at least. Yeah. It's got a very French feel to it. Very yeah. French, very like, gorgeous to look at. It's you kind of it's all set on this this day and like Raoul's trying to find you know who committed the murder of their host and that. And every time you you find a clue or something, the clock ticks on. It's very clever. Like, oh. so every time you find something, you see, so you know how, you know you're progressing in the game. So when you, you can interrogate people to like sitting in the lounge and that, and you'll find like a clue and then you can go back to them and there's like another kind of avenue of interrogation. It's just, it's, you know, it's a great, it's a great It's thing. a point and click adventure, isn't point it? Point and click. So you can kind of it's do not, it at your own Is pace. it Scum Engine they use or something a bit different? It no, it's different it's on not the screenshots. It's kind of all responsive to, to where the click is on the screen so you haven't got a menu so it uses the full screen and you can kind of click him around and when you click on an object so the the icon will change when you hover over something that's interactable Ah. and then it will give you the options for what you want to do so as long as you hit every single screen and kind of scan everything you'll eventually get to the to that bottom of the mystery so is it a good is it a good mystery that you find out all right i don't want to give any spoilers away (laughs) dill can i just Dill, can I just ask you, how long did it take you to get one clue? Because I spent about oh. twenty minutes just trying to just trying to get anything on that game, and I couldn't get anywhere. Mate, it's it, I tell you, you have to persevere with it. I think the first kind of the first start in the game is one of the interrogations, so you have to really kind of flush out. It's either I think the guy, the Tom guy, or someone else, and you have to really flush that whole conversation out to its almost limit, and then the clock will tick over, and then certain things will start happening around the ship. So like things will start moving, or um, there's like a cat in it, and it's like you have to, you know, p- t- mate, trust me persevere with it it is it's when when you and then when you start getting the first clues it kind of cascades and then you'll just keep on finding them and then yeah you'll get into it but it's a beautiful i think the whole story as well is gripping and it's kind of it's really kind of i've never played it it's a beautiful i don't know if it deserves its own podcast it's going to be like we're chatting about it now but yeah (laughs) it's yeah I, i think it's great I think it's great. If you don't play it, you're cruising for a yeah. I'm assuming someone else put it in their top 10 then. That can't be just there on the strength of me just putting it in. <laughs> I don't remember. Was it Tim? Huh? Um, as I said, like I saw the list and uh, I tried it for like 20 minutes and I just got nowhere. So um, yeah, I need to persevere, I guess. So. Trust me, mate. Yeah. Do, do, do all the interrogations again. 
and then you and then you'll start seeing that clock move. Well, I never and... I never saw anyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never saw anyone. It was just like a it was a blank ship in that first <laughs> bit, just walking you, around for ages. You you bump into them, mate. Keep going, keep going, keep yeah. going. Trust me, trust me. Keep cruising along. Keep cruising along. In twenty second okay. place. Twenty second. All right, number twenty two. All right, blank. Blank is a shadow in the darkness, as elusive as a dream. High above the seamy streets of Gotham, he is criminal's nightmare. The only hope for a desperate city. Chris did the review on this, didn't he? Oh yeah, it's Batman, isn't it? Batman. The Amiga Batman is great. It is great, isn't it? It's one of the first one of the first ever Amiga games I played. It was an early release in the Amiga. It's very Amiga. slick for an Amiga game. Actually, it's lovely. The graphics are brilliant. It's a nice. It's nothing too big or clever about it, but it just looks great and it's good fun, isn't it? Any thoughts about Batman, Tim? Um, I, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's it's an early game though isn't it it's, it is no i mean like i had the the a500 when it, you know the plus when it came out yeah. and um i think i was on different games to be honest so it was maybe i don't know you had to be there at that time when it was released oh, man. you know i don't know it is, <laughs> it's just it is one of these like obviously with the driving bits and everything yeah i think it oh the driving bits were, were good Come on, you know, it was. I, I like, I like it. <laughs> I like well, it. Chris is a fan, obviously. He's a fan of the. Yeah, Chris comics. obviously. Chris put it on his list. So yeah, ba- Batman, Bur- Batman, I'm Batman, <laughs> I'm Batman. Right, twenty-two. I think that was a deserving twenty-one. <laughs> this is an unusual one. Here we go. Right. Now that aliens have invaded the Earth, blank, 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 blank presents the player with two distinct challenges. In the geospace section, strate- strategic skills are stretched to the limit. Finite resources have to be allocated to establish bases across the globe, and the world's governments have to be kept happy. Any ideas, Dylan? I'm looking at you really blankly. That could be one of a million games. On the <laughs> oh world. my god, no, you know this one, Bill. Come on, come on. <laughs> that could be one of a million games. It's on the got media. different names. Some people, you know, I think that's I'll give the full title, but it, some people call it this, some people call it this. I'm going to kick myself. Uh, I've never actually played this. I've, actually, no, I played the sequel, I think, on the PC. Do you want to hear what it is? Mm. XCOM UFO Defense. XCOM. <laughs> Are you a fan, Dilsey? No, you're not a fan. <laughs> it was about it's those two things you couldn't keep the governments happy. That's why you're not a fan. I couldn't. No, 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 no. I wasn't a fan. I know. That Which Tim, ones have you put that on your list? I that mean, wasn't me. That must I'm be... guessing it was on Tim's list because he's. <laughs> oh, it was way up there on my list. Oh yeah, that's why I got bumped up, mate. Oh, okay, why is it so good then? Go on, then, mate. Why was it so good? Yeah, I don't know. It, it was one of them games that really sucked you in, you know. And you control the team, you customize the whole team, you gave each team members names, you know. Oh, like it was it was awesome, games, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. it looks good, doesn't it? It's, it's, Syndicate was about a strategy as as I got with you, Bega. I think otherwise, I kind of just went to action stuff and point <laughs> and point and click stuff. We are the, a diverse group. We we, we allow we all. Di- with diversity. Yeah, we don't need a, a diversity <laughs> policy arcade attack. We've we've got one. We're we're, we're good. We're yeah. good. We're set. All right then. All right well, then. Well, number twenty. You ready for this? Well, we're in the top twenty now. Top twenty in the year twenty ninety six. That's that's miles away. The world is divided into regions controlled by a handful of massive corporations known as megacorps. <laughs> In a blank, you are a megacorp marketing director using cybernetically altered component agents in a race to control the new world order. Enter the blank and step into a dark future where changing your mind takes on a whole new meaning. Syndicate! Hey. You literally 
It just went from that. We teased him. We teased him. We syndicate. Um, <coughs> syndicate is fantastic. Obviously, we've done a whole podcast on it. Deservedly. Yes. Deservedly. It hasn't aged as well as I think some of the other games. No. There, it has a lot of flaws. But for what it was, it was gra- you know, groundbreaking. We spoke to every man under the sun that's made this game. We have. We? We've spoken to everyone who's made it. <laughs> or you have. I have, personally. And it's a great game. It's legendary. It's well-respected. It's a bit not as easy on the eyes as it used to be, to be fair. But the, the innovation in that game, I think, cannot be understated. And I know, Tim, you're a fan, I'm sure, yeah? Yep. Uh, it's a good game. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's really big, man. Um, yeah. So, yep. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. My daughter was here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Tim. Uh, <laughs> Are you ready for the game? Uh, yeah, it's just like, what, what can I do, Daddy? And it's like, uh, I don't know. Um, just leave us be for a little while, darling. <laughs> We're just going to do some podcasting. Daddy got to do some podcasting. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, one, one thing to add about the Syndicate. Oh, I yeah, love man. running around with a persuaded on. Persuaded getting was all of the uh, civilians and your team. Oh, that was, that was that so was, fun. That was really good. <laughs> I mean, the computer slowed down. If you've got too many civilians, it really slowed down. But that was part of the fun, wasn't it? I had an A1200. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you, rich boy over there. <laughs> yeah, I had the A600, so it was all slow for me. Number 19, are you ready for this? 19, let's hit it. No, 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 19. A little clue, maybe, and quite quite coincidental. Mm. Yeah? No, no, no. Anyway, right. The the, the 80s song. Yes, no, 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 which no, is 90. actually ironic for the game it's chosen. So, anyway. Don't wait till you see the whites of their eyes. Don't kid yourself. It will be over by Christmas. Don't try to shut out the screams. And don't forget to wash your hands afterwards. From a queue of some 360 eager conscripts waiting to go to war, a team of up to six will volunteer for each new mission. Encourage your soldiers to shoot anything that moves. Throw grenades, fire bazookas, drive tanks, fly choppers. Split up and do their own thing and die. Guide your no-hoper troops straight through deadly missions. And if you lose some of them, there's more of where that came from. It sounds like a really dull description of Cannon Fodder. It is. I purposely chose some back-of-the-box descriptions <laughs> from weird versions of the games. Not all from the Amiga versions. Uh... This is one from... I don't know what version it's from, to be fair. Oh. It puts you off on playing it, really, doesn't it? It does. I mean, if you read that, you'd be like, oh, that sounds bloody boring. I'm not wearing that. I'm not wearing that. I'm playing that. It's been a long day. It's been, <laughs> it's been a long day. But again, we love Cannon Fodder. Cannon Fodder is just, it's so ridiculously playable. In fact, on any and any port, even the Mega Drive one, it's just so easy to pick up and it's got a lovely difficulty curve and it's really, it's kind of, it's pixel art gory. I mean, we were talking about obviously Moonstone earlier, but it's like, it's tiny gory, yeah, isn't it? Great. When, when you see like the little like soldiers going, I know. <laughs> and you can shoot the dead bodies further. <laughs> you shoot them across oh, no. the screen and that. But, well, we're yeah. a big fan. Stu Cambridge as well we've had on the pod. And, <laughs> yep. you know, we're big fans of obviously big fan Bullf- of Stu. Yeah, big fan of Sensible. I was going to say Bullfrog. Yeah, Sensible Software. Bite my tongue. Bite thy tongue. Are you a big fan of mm. Cannon Fodder, Tim? It was pretty fun, yeah. I remember the dead body in the in the uh, river, and you you started shooting it, thinking it was like one of the enemies. You remember yeah. that one? Oh, no, I do remember that. I do remember. And my like, blood came from it, and it's like, oh no, no, that's not. A- <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, keeping uh, Jules and Jops on your team to get like ranked up to the top that was that was oh. a challenge. It's funny because like I never really <laughs> knew like I couldn't keep which like track of which one was which on the screen. 
So they'd always used to go first. <laughs> I never like, I like Jules. Oh yeah, they're going through the ranks, ranks. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> I've got to get, get the, get the new recruits in, get the new recruits in. But yeah, what, you know, even like the little mm. beginning bits before each level. Yeah. Down to down, down to down. Oh, another yeah, song. Ding, you know, oh, war just, has never been so, so much fun. fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never been so much fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we will do some kind of cannon fodder. Pod, that's definitely that's definitely on the list. Oh, 100%. For that's podcasting. another top game. I'm surprised it's that low, really. But there you go. Mm-hmm. There's a lot still above it. Mm-hmm. There you go. And you can see the 19 link now. No, 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 19. That was about That was all about war and, like, young soldiers dying in Vietnam, isn't it? But it's a potato potato. Not just to hat stand me. Like... Number 18. You know that song, the 19? Oh, my bad. Yeah, you liked it. You like that song? I like it. I love it. <laughs> no, like my my dad had it on vinyl. Oh wow, dude! I bet it sounded amazing on. <laughs> yeah, vinyl. yeah. So, like... can you imagine that in the oh, background? It's so good. Potter, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> are we ready for number eighteen? <laughs> I'll number give it 18. a try next time. George, yeah. strategy and skill are required for this unique game. Its numerous options will allow you to live in the Civil War again. In the world of the comic book Les Tuniques Blues, you become a Yankee or a Confederate. Encircle your enemy and launch surprise attacks, selecting one or two players, move your troops, stop trains, take forts by assault, and in the final part, lead a genuine little army on the field to your saber, sabers, sabra, s-a-b-r-e-s. Yeah, sabers. Sabers. There you go. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you, Dylan. It's one of my favorite games in the Amiga. It probably will get its own pod one day because it's that, it means so much to me. It's called North and South. Oh, North and South. You Love it. Say, oh, Dylan, play North and South. Dylan, you've got to try North and South. It's better than East and West. I did actually get the disc <laughs> image the other day, but I never got around to playing it. <laughs> well, when I do a pod on it, you've got to play it because it's great. Maybe it hasn't aged particularly well now, but it's such a fun game to play. T- Tim, did you ever play North and South? Yep. All, I, all the time. It's yeah. so good. It's such bow, a great bow, game bow, for multiplayer. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Very good. Uh, the... Mm. Um, the uh, kind of bonus missions, they were so- almost impossible, though, weren't they? Mm, especially the train one. Yes. <laughs> There's like platforming <laughs> minigames. Mm. Dylan's like, what are you on about? Like, but- what are you guys talking about? I don't know. Oh, you'll see one day. <laughs> I will. I'll play tomorrow <laughs> if I can. <laughs> Number 17. Are we ready? You're gone. <laughs> blank, blank. Blank, blank. Blank, blank. Was widely acclaimed as the best driving game of 1990. The best just got better. With the release of blank, 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 blank. Blank, 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 blank. <laughs> Synchronized play for up to four drivers with computer link. One player full screen imagery. Hair raising new hazards, rain, lighting, fog, snow, commuter traffic, tunnels, bridges, and even level crossings. It's going to be one of the Lotus games. Which one? Uh, you had a lo- blank, 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 blank. Yep. <sighs> So Lotus Turbo Esprit Challenge. Yeah. So you're talking about Lotus 2? We are talking about Lotus 2. Well done. <laughs> well, yeah, good. I like, I do like a bit of Lotus 2. I think it just kind of missed out on my top, my top kind of bits. I was, I was a big fan of Lotus 1. Yes. On the Amiga, which never got, I don't think it, that, that never got a console port. And then they started porting them. After and Lotus after Free two. never really hit the nail. Is that right? Two was good because like two, two was kind of frustrating because you had to get to the end of those courses. It was the checkpoint one, wasn't it? It was the checkpoint. Two. Yeah. Man, I used yep. to do my head in. Yep. <laughs> I used to do my trying to get to the end of those. <laughs> but great soundtrack, Barry, Barry Leach's soundtrack on that as well, isn't it? I love that. Top notch. I love that. Tim, 
Tim, is, is, is that up there for you? Yeah. Is, is, is those yeah. two up there for you? Oh, God, yeah. This, this game, man. Like, did you actually, um, how far did you get on this one? Oh, God. I Which got, track was it? I only got, I only got to, um, so I definitely did the forest one. Yeah, yeah. And then the one after was the, yeah, yeah. the city rain one. I think I got to the snow, is there a snow one? I'm sure I got I to think snow. I got to the snow one. Yeah. That was about as far as I got. I wasn't oh, very good at it. I wasn't very good at it. Or, or did you just type in the, uh, was it the turpentine cheat to get ultimate, you know, unlimited time? Is that the thing you did? <laughs> I didn't even know about that. Ooh. Turpentine. Ooh. You know, because, I, because you didn't have internet back in the day. And so if the cheat wasn't in my meager power or whatever, yep. then that, that kind of went, that went, that went past me. I yep. remember because I was so stuck in Fate of Atlantis um, and there was no internet. I was like, I kept just looking through the PC and Mega magazines and look at the help bits. And if there was ever a bit on Fate, I was like, is that the bit I need? No. So that's why I stopped playing it as well because I was so stuck at one point. Damn the lack of internet. In I the know, 90s. right? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready i like uh, made like a little cheat book of my own oh, like wow. with a pencil <laughs> it's like what it's like that's like what i've like got all the cheats but i never used them though you should you no it's like i got all the cheats but i never used them only with my friends you know so <laughs> i should publish it scan it in <laughs> does turpentine really no, work but, on my um, yeah, I think you write it in as the pass- password, oh, and you get like unlimited time. So it's good for if you've got a buddy around, you know, uh, that can't really play it very well. You can actually just play uh, through the actual game. Yeah. Oh mate, I'll do that. Oh, there you go. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like playing yeah. those MAME games, the arcade ones. Now you just press select. Ching ching ching. More coins. Ching ching ching. Give me more coins. Ching ching. Right. Are we ready for number sixteen? I think I'm ready for number sixteen. Yeah, just about Dylan. Right. A crawling terror whose tower and fury no one can escape. A new dimension in terror that will have you screaming for mercy. Ants, 20 feet tall. Go marching one by one, using your hometown as a human picnic basket. Panic grips the city as these monster-sized mutants strike terror again and again and again. It's one of your favourite games. Oh, I love it. It is a classic. It is actually, I really enjoyed. Like, I only played it last... Well, when did you po- when did we podcast about it a couple of years ago? Yeah, I love it so I much. I only started playing it when you said you were going to podcast about it. I never never oh, got really? a chance to play it back in the day. Man, that game was ahead of its time. It came <laughs> from the desert. What I loved about it, and we spoke about it before, is it's the story's great, it's fun, and just the little bits like the FPS bits, you have to shoot the ants. Oh antennas. God, the ants were scary, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's going to give me nightmares tonight. Yeah, Are you, have you played the game, Tim? Then. <laughs> Oh, all the time. It was great. It was great. <laughs> you know, escape from the, the hospital. Yes. Did you ever oh, escape? Yeah, the she... hospital where you get to go on your little... <laughs> it was so difficult. <laughs> it was, there were bits in that it that so were difficult. really difficult. <laughs> yeah. The kind of, the, yeah, the, the weaseling your way out of the hospital and stuff. And yeah, it was... It was a funny game. And I, I really like how they... Different elements, different gameplay elements. But it all came together really well in a nice package. Um, I, yeah, I think they should, they should mm. make a sequel, personally. Yeah. I'd play it. Uh, there is a sequel. There is a sequel. Hey, on the Amiga, it came from the desert too. Ants heads. The add-on thing. Like an add-on. Uh, thing, no, it? it's it was it wasn't an add-on. No, no, no. It was uh, based on the first game, but it kind of wasn't officially an add-on. It was oh. just a separate entity. Oh. So okay. it continues the story from the first one. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> We need to look it up, man. More killer ants. More nightmares, Dylan. <laughs> oh, mate, I don't want more nightmares. No, no, thank you. <laughs> Are you ready for game number 15? Mm. It's there, a hat-trick of Scorchers. A superb solo run from deep inside their own half, and Gremlin have completed the finest one, two, three of the decade. Blank, 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 a weaving run down the left-hand side, perfect cross and diving header from the penalty spot. One nil, 
blank, 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 an overhead volley into the top left corner, 2-0, and now, blank, 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 the pick of the bunch and a blistering team effort to the length of the pitch. The competition really have got no chance now. It's 3-0 up to Gremlin. So it's a Gremlin, it's a Gremlin football game. Yours? can't remember which ones they published. Tim's gasping. <laughs> I think it was on your list, Dylan. Is it? Is it there only one? Have you know one from Gremlin? I oh, is it? Um, Premier Manager it Three. Is. Oh. Premier Manager Three, man. That was a great game. I spent so many hours on that. I was all about the football management games, and I had Tactical Manager was was a big one back then. But I was like, I need something with better graphics. Yeah. And Premier Manager Three was with their like fax machine thing, brilliant, and, and like, the see. coffee mug. And I think you could improve your stadium. You can, you can yeah, buy oh, new. St- you can get all the ads yeah. and stuff for the stadium <laughs> and the. Ba- oh, it was great, man. Love that game so much. But again, it's not going to mean much to our American listeners or maybe some guys yeah. on the continent because it was you know a what? very British game. You know what? A lot of uh, Americans that I found, they actually love football. Yeah. And our <laughs> management games. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, you know, they just, oh, but, you know, over here, you think we only like American football, but we love soccer, especially <laughs> Manchester United or something like that, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, whoa, really? <laughs> but Man. yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> They've got it. Yeah, I mean, any Amer- there you go. Any American Amiga fans listening, get Premier Manager Three because yeah. I was literally hooked on that. That it had a little code protection wheel. Oh yeah, and it was worn out towards the end. <laughs> I literally couldn't even see like the the numbers and stuff to get to get through the 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 um the protection <laughs> towards the end of playing it. So oh yes. yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I feel like I feel like they should have actually done published their own kind of actual football game. Rather than a management one, Gremlin were big, weren't they? I mean, they, they were big. I feel like they should have done a lot more stuff. But anyway, they were huge. Yeah, they were massive. I think we forget how good Gremlin were, aren't they? They were involved in mm. some massive titles for the Amiga. Yeah, it's some kind of they're, they're someone I would definitely wish were still around now. But alas, oh yes, alas. Got next one. Right, fourteen. So blank is without a doubt the Bitmap Brothers' <laughs> finest hour. Oh. Oh, <laughs> who's that? Oh, that's that's my uh, younger daughter, Irie. Irie, do you want to say hello? Hello. There you go. Hi, guys. <laughs> hello. Adrian here from Arcade Tech. We're all Just waving the to the UK, monitor, guys. not seeing anything. <laughs> We're all away in the UK, guys. Hello. It's nice to talk to you. <laughs> oh, they sound nice. <laughs> right, so... It, the parody <laughs> okay. is Bitmap Brothers' finest right. hour. I say the next few words, you'll get it. But here we go. Do you want to have a guess already? Um, is it Speedball 2? <laughs> oh, no. Set in ancient Greece. <laughs> okay, Speedball 2 was definitely not set in ancient Greece. <laughs> you are a warrior bent on glory. Gods. Your task is to rid your city of demons and prove yourself immortal. The game features some of the finest graphics seen in an, in an arcade game. Gods. And the best sound effects inside of a recording studio. Gods, gods. Many of the adversaries feature a unique intelligence system that allows you to think their way to defeating you. Gods, gods. Magic pockets. <laughs> Magic pockets. <laughs> it is gods. Gods. Yeah, man. I mean, they really couldn't bother remastering that. Just keep it as it was. Oh, Brilliant. we spoke about it recently. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, we love Bitmap Brothers. You know, it's hey, the first one in the top twenty-five. Maybe, maybe the last. We'll soon see. Uh-huh. But are you a fan of God's Timothy? Mm, I want to say yes. It looks gorgeous, but it was one of them games that I just sadly missed. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of fiddly. Sorry, guys. <laughs> there are fiddly things which annoy people I, because the platform. I remember is, it was, you know, you jump and uh, yeah, look great. That's all I could say. It looks you know? great. It looks I don't say much more than that. It looked great. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> Some bits of it were frustrating, like the jump, okay. especially. Yes. Uh, it, it was. It's okay. Not... I'll promise to go back and play now. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the top. What was it? Number eighteen, seventeen? That was now? fourteen on the list. That was fourteen, mate. We're 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 almost top oh ten now. We're almost top tenning. Are you ready for the next game, number thirteen? Attack. Okay. Amiga twenty-five. I'm a little bit annoyed about this. What? I personally think this game should be higher, and um, it's going to certainly rustle a few feathers because personally it should be in the top ten. But mm. we'll stick to the algorithm. Yeah, but there's also another reason why this game annoys me. Why it's this low, but we'll talk about it a little later. But on number thirteen, behold the planet Arrakis, known as June, <laughs> known as blank. I mean, I meant blank. blank. I meant as blank. <laughs> I meant blank. <laughs> <laughs> known as planet blank. Known as blank June. Land and of sand and home of the spice melange. The spice <laughs> controls the empire. Whoever controls blank controls the spice there you go which th- your battle for Arrakis begins now this is Dune 2 battle it's for Arrakis you're not going to get this one <laughs> how did you guess how did I guess oh. I don't know I've done a pod on this as well <laughs> yonks ago I believe yeah Dune man yeah. it was a long time ago love it one of my favourite games it was the game that got me in the proper um, um, RTS uh, it's genre. a strategy thing again I mean I was kind of half Okay with it. You don't like spicy food, that's why. I don't like spicy food. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm a massive fan of June 2, dude. I thought it was beautiful, lovely. I love the idea that you could replay the levels and try different things and mm. trying to outsmart you. I thought the idea of resource management and the, f- and the actual attack elements, it's a perfect game. For me, it's one of the best games in the Amiga. It annoys me it's a bit, it's not in the top 10, mm. but I've got to suck it up. There you go. And they got- suck it up. <laughs> and they got, they got worms. The <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But Tim, you're a fan, I, I take it. Oh, it's a good game. It's a great game. Yeah, no doubt about that. It's a great game. Yeah, and I, I don't know what I can say about it really. You know, you know, there's the worms and the big story and the three teams you could choose from. Oh man, it was uh, one of them. Uh, you know, starters really for the whole RTS genre, wasn't it? You could oh, choose yeah. the yeah. You could choose what house you were. House Harkonnen, House or um, Harkonnen. I, I forget yeah. the names now, off the top of my head. But and was actually, it red, that, red, blue, or green? Which one were you? The red, blue, yeah. green. Yeah. <laughs> It, um, it translated really well you agree? to the, uh, the Mega Drive. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I've, I played the Mega Drive version a fair bit as well. But, yeah, good game. Good game that. I'll just go with anyone. Anyone on that. Didn't really care. <laughs> Number 12. <laughs> Are ready for this? <laughs> Command your Cobra spaceship in a fantastic voyage of discovery and adventure. Discover the secrets of space while fighting off a barrage of pirates, bounty hunters, and police in order to survive. Trade among countless planets using the proceeds to equip your ship with heat-seeking missiles, beam lasers, and other weapons. What could that be, Dylan? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that could be an umpteen <laughs> Amiga games. It's quite generic. The whole trading bit, I think it's a big clue. Nah. Spoke about it quite recently. Elite? It's, it's Frontier Elite Frontier 2. <laughs> It is. I think they're making it. This back of the box makes it more action than it really is. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
It's a classic. It's rightfully a classic. It, it really pushed the computer to its limits. I mean, especially the first Elite. That was groundbreaking. For me, I remember speaking on our kind of retro merch, because it's been on the stamp, isn't it, the first mm-hmm. Elite? And rightfully so in a way. But I always felt really smart playing it, but also really dumb. Like, this game's amazing, but what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Tim? You're, you're a big fan of Elite 2. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It took really... It- it was one of the games that took ages to get into the first, first time through. You know, it was like, how do I, how do I take off? And that was it. You just said, how do you take off? As soon as you take off, and then it's like, okay, now what? You know, and then as uh, soon as you actually get into the game, you know, like, it maybe takes about an hour just to get into it. And then you, you're hooked, you know. And there's the galaxy that you could, like, go, you know, you could go anywhere in the galaxy. Yeah. And there's, like, a map. You hit the up button and you could just keep scrolling on and on through, like, millions of star systems, you know. It's, it was immense. Great game. It was immense. Mm. You know, it was. It was incredible how they I couldn't cut. get into either Elite, I'll be honest with you. I just You respect it, yep. though. I do respect it. I do respect it. But again... It's David Braden, isn't it? David, David Braven, yeah. I mean, Braden. it's... it's um, yeah, it's a bit... Ian Bell as well. Blue. It's a bit. It's a bit too highbrow for me. <laughs> yeah, you, you. <laughs> I like. I like the dirty games. Like hey man, the dirty games. you love the the dirty games. Hey man, if 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 you wanted to try the uh, if you want to try Elite now, the remake. Well, not the remake, the sequel. You know, is it dangerous? It's pretty damn good. Elite you might dangerous. be able to get into that one a bit more easier than this. I've heard about that. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. It's like Futurama, but a video game. You can. You know, it's like Futurama. Delivery company, wasn't it? Fry. It's Fry in it. No, Doctor Zoidberg. You're not wrong. The game that sadly didn't get in the top ten, number eleven. Number eleven. So we're we're scratching scratching at number ten, but didn't quite get there. The year is twenty one ninety one. And the galaxy stands on the brink of war. Only the interplanetary. Corps maintained the uneasy peace. IPCC Miraculous was headed back for Federation HQ after six months on routine patrol around the Intex network. Nothing had happened and nothing ever did in this godforsaken place. Crew members Johnson and Stein were glad to be going home. Then came the orders to check out a remote space research centre which had failed to transmit on any of the Federation wave bands. ISRC4 was situated near the red giant Guiana, and was the last place they wanted to go. As the craft's retros fired and the craft began its approach path, Johnson and Stone prepared for duty, not knowing quite what to expect. There was something strange about the eerie silence and shrouded the the station. Something was obviously very wrong. Slowly the craft's wings folded and the craft gently docked into Shuttle Bay 2. They opened their airlocks and walked straight into the mist of an blank-blank I'm looking at you. That, it's oh. basically aliens, Wah. but video game version. Wah. Space Hulk? Not Space Hulk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Is that a clue? They, oh. they, they, they walked straight. That was a clue. <laughs> the midst of an alien breed. Alien breed. Alien breed. That's that's. The, I don't even know the plot to Alien Breed. Well, you learned the plot now, I man. Literally just, I literally just whack it in and just play it. <laughs> I don't even like look at the oh, plot or nothing. I love it. I love Alien Breed. I might even do a pod on it one day. It's such a good game. Alien Breed 2 is great as well. The graphics are amazing. The, the soundtrack by Alistair Brimble. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, man. Because, because 
that's, that's oh. when, when that first starts loading, when you've got Alien Breed on, and like, oh, brilliant. No, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant game. It's top down sh- shooting game. I die a lot in that game. You die a lot. Because there's a lot of aliens in it. There's a lot of I aliens. die a lot. <laughs> I just like the sound effects in the game as well. I can, the airlock. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the sound. Um, Tim, you're a fan. I can tell. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> when you're trying to escape from the level and everything, oh, so good. And uh, you remember the Intex system? You can upgrade your weapons and all that and play Pong on it too. It's coming back to me now. It's coming back to me. <laughs> what, you, you remember playing you. Pong on the game? <laughs> on the mini game? So cute. Seriously, so Listen cute. to my daughter? Yeah. <laughs> She's talking some good rhymes. She's, she's, gonna, she's not talking about Alien Breed, I don't think. She's going to oh, be a yeah. podcast. She's no, like, she's doing Baby Shark. She's singing Baby Shark. Oh, she's singing Baby Shark. Oh, I thought she was saying, Dylan, how did you not know that was the Alien Breed? That's why. That's Every- what I thought she was saying. Everyone knows it's Alien Breed. <laughs> right, we're, we're in the top 10, guys. Go for it. She's still singing Baby Shark. Baby Shark. <laughs> okay, Eric, can you say number 10? You say that? Number 10. Yeah. Number 10. Number 10. Right. Oh, this one's going to cause a bit of controversy. Ready for this? Yeah. And I, this is, I think I stole this more from a poster. No, it's not really back of the box, but I love it. Once every year, the games world is rocked by a game so stunning, so fast, so colorful, so demanding, so one second, I'm going to mute my mic for a little bit, okay? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, mate, all right. <laughs> Are you ready? So once every year, the games world is rocked by a game so stunning, so fast, so colourful, so big, so demanding, so mega, so awesome, so varied, so incredible, and so <laughs> full of fabulous features and unexpected treats that everybody just looks at it and says, that's it. This year, blank, the blank, 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 is definitely it. Blank, 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 blank. <laughs> oh, my words. Which game deserves that much praise? A lot of Amiga games deserve that much praise. It's incredible. Are you ready for this? Here you go. In number 10, and I'm happy about, oh, I thought it should be higher. In 10th place, Zool. I was going to say Zool. They said this year, Zool, the ninja from the ninth dimension, is definitely it. Oh, I love that God. PR. They got the PR just spot on, didn't they, for Zool? Yeah, the PR was, yeah. <laughs> you don't think it deserves to be in the top 10, do you, Dylan? I, uh, I just, I just find it so frustrating. It just, it just fit. Like, it doesn't feel like a comfortable game to play. I, it looks yeah. gorgeous. Like, I love the, I love putting the AGA on, on, on my Amiga. I love putting the AGA version on yeah. my HD telly. It looks gorgeous. Um, but I can't get past the first cup. Well, I can get past like one, 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 two. That's about where it all kind of ends. Cause I just die, die, die. It's really hard. <laughs> but you know, I'm a fan. So it had to I be in the top ten because you, yeah, yeah, because you're a fan. It has to be the you put it as your number one, didn't you? Is that no, it's not number one. For, it's is is up there though. It's quite high. It's just like <laughs> and, and and you love Chopper Chop, and clearly Tim is going to say something derogatory about Zool now. now. What? But <laughs> 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 oh man, like living in Japan playing that game is like oh, I want to eat that. I want to eat that. I want to eat that. <laughs> Because all these, you know, all these sweets you can't get over here, like licorice. Man. You can't get licorice in Japan. Well, Tim. Yeah, you know, that, especially them, uh, them round candies with the black bits in the middle. Oh, yeah. Mm. Bassets all sorts. Oh, yeah. we got to send you some. Yeah, them ones, yeah. That's <laughs> one. Do you like them? We'll send you some. Do you like them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, thank you for that, that care package. Yeah, you know, we had some lovely treats. But I, was, I said earlier on the, on the Zool mm. pod ages ago, there's two types of people in this world, isn't there, Dylan? Those that used to own a Zool t-shirt and those that never did. I never did. So you're, <laughs> yeah, you're in the latter bracket. So no. there you go. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. Oh, controversial, and this is, bends the rules a little bit because you said no sequels. <laughs> but in ninth place, little hint. Well, I think you get it straight away. I thought I'd killed the ghost pirate LeChuck for good. <laughs> Wrong. How many times can that bloated old fool die? Other pirates tell me there's no escape. When the chuck wants you dead, you're dead, they say. Legend has it, the treasure of Big Whoop holds the key to great power. I must find it before the chuck finds me. Monkey Island 2. Oh, I love it. It, No, I never played it. I know, you're looking at me like I'm crazy, man. You're crazy. I've never played Monkey Island 2. Shock. I mean, that's crazy. Um, Tim's daughter's going, that's mad, Dylan. Why she's, like, she's like, Dylan, you suck. Yes, she's going, what are you on about? What are you on about? You should be playing Baby Shark. Get out of here, Dylan. I actually controversially... You just have a, an Amiga. <laughs> I think I controversially put it above another game that might have been in the series, also on the Amiga. It's... I love the first Monkey Island. Monkey Island 2 for me, though, it just it just pushes it a little bit further. The graphics are better. The story's a bit bigger. Mm. Um, it's just as funny. The graphics are just amazing. Um, arguably my favourite adventure game of all time. Might do a pod on it one day as well because I think it deserves it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a bit annoyed it's this low on the list. I know it's number nine, but still, I thought it should be higher. Tim, are you angry as me? Uh, no, I think it deserves to be maybe around nine because <laughs> on the Amiga, especially on the Amiga, you know how many floppy disks was on that thing? <laughs> About 14, wasn't it? So it's stupid like that. Was, was it like an 11, maybe yeah, an 11 floppy right, disk game, was it? Yeah, it sounds about that. And like, right, you, yeah. you know, Monkey Island 1 had like four and you only need to like change the floppy disk like, like, you know, once or twice or something. But then this one is like change, 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 change. And it's That's like, um, yeah, you know, it, it pushed boundaries, sure. Well, you didn't. Back in those days, <laughs> you couldn't get enough blanks so for the copies. I mean, because <laughs> your uncle, none of us, and like it, it sounds like you as well. None of us had a hard disk for the Amiga. They were they, nope. they were available, boys. They were available. We could have bought a hard disk for our about? Amiga. <laughs> well, there you go, Monkey Island Two. I love the game. You know, you know, you know. I, I think we were actually a bit too young for the Amiga at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're born a bit too... You know, we weren't... Mm-hmm. We could work... Yeah, well, we didn't have a job. That... <laughs> <laughs> we're, in, we're in primary school, right? We were, yeah. <laughs> or just, well, we were in... We're, we're a bit older we than go. you, I think. We were just in secondary school. It's like... Um, yeah. It's like... Because uh, I, I used to see those hard disks mm. advertised in the Amiga magazines. And they were ridiculous. Like, I couldn't afford mm-hmm. those. Like, they were, like, really expensive. They were, like... Hun- well, not hundreds of pounds... Like maybe like a hundred pounds or something, and they weren't cheap. I couldn't have just saved up for like with with a bit of pocket money to get those. So go. that's why, yeah, floppy, oh, wow. t- floppy, t- trying to do like Wordsworth and stuff, like oh, swapping yeah. the discs every like two seconds. hundred oh, percent ridiculous. <laughs> but I love that machine. We love, love it so Amiga. much. I love it so much. But anyway, oh. sorry. Moving on, Adrian. Moving on. It's number eight. I've got the whole thing here, but I'm going to just read out four words and see if you can guess from the first four words or back of the box. Mm. You've lost your mind. Yeah. Flashback. Flashback. Boo. Do you want the whole back of the box? Just a bit more. I love it. You're Go trapped on. on a distant planet inhabited by aliens plotting to overtake the uh, thy earth. Ooh. Thy the, earth. The, the, the only problem is you don't even know who you are. 
To stop the alien attack, you must discover your true identity and fight your way back through the galaxy to warn Earth. Mm. You could talk about flashback all day, man. I could talk about flashback all day. We we've done the flashback fade to black yeah, yeah. podcast already, but I love that game. When when I, and the Amiga version, it was built for the Amiga, wasn't oh, it? Yes. And then and then ported everywhere else. The Amiga version is the definitive version. It's got the best soundtrack, mm-hmm. the best cutscenes, but they're still obviously like animated. They're not like stupid like Mega CD ones. Um, and it, it just. Even though you had to use the keyboard, and I remember this because you, you know the, the Amiga is a one one button um, joystick thing. Even though you had to use the keyboard to go through your inventory yes. and draw and use a space bar to draw your gun, I would just I was just addicted, man, addicted to that game. I love yeah. it. I just love it, and the plot and just everything about it. It's just so it's sci-fi, film noir,rific. Yeah. Loveliness. I just remember watching. What's his name again? Conrad Hart. Just watched him jump over the animation. Yeah, was, yeah. astonishing. You know, it yeah. was just so superb. Like, I just, I, f- I feel kind of gutted that even though they, they sort of pioneered that third person, um, 3D adventure yeah. with, with Fade to Black, how it came out, not great. I, I, I kind of, I kind of feel for them that that didn't <laughs> work out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, flashback. Oh. But I guess I was the only one who put it at number one. If it only was at number eight. Well, yeah, basically. <laughs> are you, Tim, you are a fan, of course. We know you are. I, I love the flashback. Great, good, uh, great fun. I had, I, did you have the uh, CUME floppy disk? There was a cover disk for that, right? I don't know. I I had it. Um, <laughs> I, ne- I never got a demo disc of it or anything. Yeah. Um, I got it in a. De- yeah. de- I had. There was like a del- Delphine did a collection. Delphine and US Gold at the same time did collection boxes. Yeah, yeah. And I had to. I only had thirty quid, and I could only buy one of them. So I went for the Delphine one instead mm. of the US Gold one. The US Gold one had um like Monkey Island and stuff. No. Oh, oh yeah. No, it was a Lucas Arts. Lucas Arts one. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Arts one. That was it. So, so you would have, um, wow, it's a bit of a sliding doors moment. Because right? the LucasArts <laughs> one had like the Monkey Island games on it. I think it had Loom on it and da da da. But because I was more, even though I liked, I needed more act- actiony stuff. So that's why. Because Another World, Flashback, oh. Cruise for a Corpse, mm. Future Wars, Operation Stealth yeah, yeah. were all on the, Delphi, the, the Delphine mm. one. Yeah, so that, Classics. That, that's why I bought that one. So that, that yeah. Good deal, good deal. Mate, it was an amazing deal. Great deal. I reckon if we went to the same <laughs> shop with the thirty pounds, I probably would have gone for the Lucas Arts one. You didn't have to Lucas Arts, but ones. we we respect each other. So good choice, sir. But we'll walk separate good ways. <laughs> you go that way. I'll go this way. That's it. That's it. Number seven. Oh man, this is we're almost coming to the end now. Number, Number seven. seven. Number seven. Go underworld and expose secrets inside the city. Paranoid population, psychotic criminals, <laughs> power hungry corporation, big brother government, have and have nots. In the not-so-impossible future, in the melting pot of, I'm going to say blank blank, all man's social problems are coming to a boil under the claustrophobic lid of a blank blank. A claustrophobic lid of a blank blank? Oh. Yep. Yeah? Well, I'll tell you, in the melting pot of <laughs> Union City. Oh, that's um, Beneath the Steel Sky. Yeah, so under the claustrophobic lid of a steel sky. Oh, what a great game that is. <laughs> You're getting your wishes now, Dilsey. I know. Joey! Mate, I, t- I talked about it in my sort of, my, my Amiga Sci-Fi 3 podcast. And yeah. Ugh. I just love that game. Just, again, the plot and, like, the graphics and just, you know. 
It was yeah. such an achievement. Again, it was a lot of discs, I think. But, you know, you, you, you lump it, don't you? You lump it. And I must play it. it. I've played bits and bobs, but I need to properly give some time to it. Get it on Steam. Just I've got it on GOG. It. I've got it on GOG. Oh, you got it on GOG? I've got it oh, for free. It was free on GOG, wasn't so it? I've got yeah. it on GOG. Just fine. Yeah, just do it. We'll have to play it. Do you, are you a fan, Tim? Oh, it's really good. It's really good. I love that. Uh, back in the day, I played it. And yeah, as, as you said before, it's on GOG and it's on, uh, I think it's on the Scum VM website for free. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can get it. It's one of the games that just like, yeah, yeah, they, they just released it for free. Um, yeah, great. Good on Charles, Charles <laughs> Cecil. And he's obviously making the sequel, isn't he? Which we're looking forward That's to. It. And I've, I've met Charles Cecil. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was at um, EGX this year with, with the team that's making um, Beyond the Steel Sky. So I've got a nice little. He gave me like a nice little signed yeah. Beneath the Steel Sky comic book. So that was that. That was nice of him. So that was, so it was nice. It was good. To that looked it. great. The manual, right? The, yeah. Remember the manual? Yeah. Oh god, it was so just, good. It was, it, was, it was a complete package that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I yeah. played. I've just finished actually Broken Sword and for the what, first Adrian, time. Adrian, you've never played it. What's that? <sighs> No, you've never played Beneath the Steel Sky and you love LucasArts? Oh, yeah. Man, now's your yeah. time. Well, I, I played Broken Sword. That's better than that. <laughs> He's played Broken Sword. <laughs> Which is not an Amiga game. Ooh. But I have to say, I might even do a bit of a Broken Sword pod one day. I keep saying we're going to do these pods. But we all these sword. pods we've got to add to the list now. I know, right? But Broken Sword's amazing. <laughs> but that's not Amiga. Moving on. Moving on. Now, I like Tim a lot. Yep. I think he's a good guy. He's all right. But <laughs> the next choice... It does grind my gears a bit. Oh. And I don't know how, what crazy algorithm Tim's got on his computer. I'm not quite sure. Well, anyway, are you ready to guess? Because then we can talk about why I'm a little bit... Mm, far across the universe, past the edge of known things and expected outcomes, at the intersection of outer and inner space, lies the planet blank. A world of sand and spice. Of space travel by expanded consciousness. Of giant worms. Palace intrigue. Armies massed for battle and a warrior prince prophesied in legend. What's that, Dilsey? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the key word is spice. Is it June again? Yeah. Uh, June 1. The first June. Yeah. Now. Why are you angry that it's in there? Well, Tim, I don't know if you've got the memo. There's two types of people. Mm-hmm. In Arcade Attack, we like June yeah. 2. We don't like June 1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is June 1 above June 2? I don't get it. Tim, explain the crazy maths. Why is June above June 2? Talk to us. Okay. Do you know what was so great that it came from the desert? What, 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 was, it? what was it? You just said it, right? You know, you, you, you were in the middle of this thing that was happening and uh, it sucked you in like, you know, nothing you've ever had before, right? Yeah. Whereas this does the same for June you know, for June and June 2. Like, June 2, you were, like, just battling, you know, you're controlling your armies left, right, and center. Whereas the first June, you were you were the prince. Yeah. And then you you actually adventured around the planet. Um, you brought these guys onto your team, you know, the Fremen, right? You brought them onto your team you're on the side. And then it turned into a strategy game. So it actually mixed adventure as well as, in a way, a kind of real-time strategy like just it was just like the complete packages you said before you know so it was an all different experience you know oh man i don't think he got that far right seriously he's did you actually get that far like to the strategy bit no the weird bit is or did you just 
Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I only played June, the first one, at my uncle's house. When I went there, I, I played the first June, going, this game's good, good. Then all of a sudden, mum was like, it's time to go home. So I'd play it, the event yes. bit, talking to people, trying to recruit people. Then all of a sudden, I had to go home. So you're right, I never got to the strategy bit. And I never mm-hmm. weirdly... Owned so as soon as you hit that fence, as soon as you hit that fence, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a good game. <laughs> so we have to get Adrian back playing Dune 1 then. Sorry. June oh one. man, it's it's in the top ten. It's in the top it's ten. Squeezed past June two. What <laughs> can I there. say? It's there, mate. Can't, <laughs> yeah. can't argue with it. We're we're now approaching the top five. Top five. Whoa, I'm shaking. Top in, five ever. Are you ready? Games. In fifth place. There you go. Blank 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 blank. It's no ordinary ordinary sports sim. It's a unique blend of extreme violence and stunning gameplay. Their stylish TV style presentation and slick metal graphics. But when the play starts, the action begins. Blank, 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 blank. Yeah. Blank, 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 blank. I'll give you a bit more of a clue. Train your team, work through the league, beat the others, players to a pulp, and win through the championship. With a team... Would you like some ice cream, Andrew? Hmm? Would you like some ice cream? Yeah, ice cream. But you said blank, 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 blank. Speedball 2, Brutal Deluxe. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I got him. Damn Tim, you. I got him. He, he fell into the trap. Damn you. Damn you and your extra syllables. Damn you. Damn you, blank, blank, blank. Blam you. <laughs> what is good about Speedball 2? We totally didn't mention the ice cream in the... Uh, no, I know we didn't. In the, in the podcast. Um, what's what's special about Speedball 2? Yeah. That it's one of the most playable sports sims. Sports sims. Uh, that there is, isn't there? Yes. It would, it's per- perfectly suited for the Amiga. Oh, yeah. Um, sound awesome, graphics awesome, works perfect with the one button, um, joystick, joypad, whatever you're using. Um, it's just great. It's, and you've got, you've got that kind of element where you can upgrade your team and sign people and yada, yada, yada. It's got all of that element to it. And yeah, it's, it's just fun doing, doing the knockout stuff. And yeah, it's a great package. Worthy of top five, yeah. And it's been ported. Like, well, every, even the Master System version is good. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We are, we are, we just on the Bitmap Brothers been, homage, didn't we? Or tribute. Yeah. So we can't. It's been ported to the Jaguar, I believe. What? What's that? No. It's been ported to the Jaguar. Jaguar. I think, I think what they do is yeah. they get the ST version, don't they? They bring oh, it over. Okay, they I'm still, I'm still tempted. I'm still tempted. <laughs> oh, and one of those ST like CD yeah. packages. Well, no, because remember I've got Xenon 2, which is Bitmap Brothers, but that's a cartridge, isn't it? So it's probably similar, very similar to that. Okay, all right. I might get this. Do it. You know, if, if it's on card, get it. You card, Prince, get it. <laughs> Are we ready for number four? Oh, number four. Oh, it's getting squeaky bum time now. <laughs> it really is. So, Blank <laughs> fought an epic battle against Morgur and won a stunning victory against Great Odds. Once again, he embarks on a rescue mission. Five worlds and 12 levels await him in the final fight against the remnants of Morgul's creation. Dylan looks quizzical. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's not one that was in one of my top ten. I don't think it was in my top ten either. It's been Chris and Tim's. Yeah. Yep. Probably. <laughs> it has to be. Unless Do the, you want to divulge what it is, one of you? It is. The sequel to... Turrican. Turrican 2? Turrican 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely wasn't in my top ten. <laughs> it's in one of Dylan's <laughs> bottom ten, if anything. <laughs> the Turrican games are all right. I mean, I never, I, ne- I never loved them. But I guess Chris and, Chris and Tim really loved them. They look great. They sound great. Tim, why, uh, why is it number four? Um, attached with Chris Hulsbeck's beautiful soundtrack. Oh, God, Chris, yeah. You know, Turrican 2 plays well, looks amazing. It was, you know, the difficulty curve was just perfect. 
Um, I thought the first Turrican was too difficult. The third was all right uh, in the difficulty, but, you know, Turrican 2, loved it. It's great for a quick game as well, if you fancied, like, you know, little play. I'll dig yeah. out the disc image. Pick up a play. Yeah, mm. I have, I've played it before. It's good. It's kind of Shadow of the Beast better, though, isn't it? Is that fair? Like with, with robots. Better than... Um, sorry, I can't... <laughs> I can't really... It's like, Shadow of the Beast. It's, it's a fast game compared to Shadow of the Beast, man. Really quick, you know. Quick. It's more like a... You know, like one of them uh, shooters. You know, and a quick shooter. Style, yeah. It's good. Pew, pew, Tarakan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number f- are we ready for number three? It's really getting tense now. Oh, number three. There's people man. shouting at us going, if you don't name these games now in this top three, we're going to... Bronze medal. Bronze medal. There was only one chance out of one million that such an accident could happen. As for the consequences, nobody could have foreseen them. Certainly not Blank, who finds himself lost in an unknown and utterly hostile world. However, it is this other world that he will discover the genuine meaning of freedom won by fighting, the feeling that each day is a new victory. Another world! Yes. <laughs> Love it. Lester was the blank, by the way. He knew that. Rob hates it. Well, Rob may hate it, but he didn't supply his top ten, so it was way <laughs> high up there for me. I'm a massive fan. <laughs> Dylan, you know I like Flashback. I do. You know that. Yeah. But for me, Another World pips it. The precursor. Yeah, the precursor. precursor. Yeah. Yeah, great game. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard as balls, but well, <laughs> I've completed it many times. Well, not many times. I've completed it, and I feel quite proud if you say it's hard. I've as completed balls. it as well, actually, yonks ago. But yeah, yeah. great interest. Do the interest. Do you want me to get my daughter down because I think she's uh, she loves the game. You know, go on then. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, Emily, Emily, Emily. Her thoughts on another world. This will cement the reason why it's in the top three. You know the monster game. You know the monster game. Another world. Can you tell these guys why you like the monster game? Come. What? You forgot it? Okay, she just said she forgot it. She doesn't know what, what's so great about it. Uh. Oh. <laughs> lasers, lots of lasers. That, oh, that was a bit of a fail. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought that would be a back-of-the-box quote we could use, but oh. we forgot um, about it. <laughs> Emily kind of likes Another World, maybe. <laughs> She kind of liked, no, she loved it. She was jumping up and down with that monster was chasing. You know, I was oh, like, oh, the beast. Maybe, oh, no. She was like so, oh, she was so afraid and so excited, you know. It was, great, yeah. it was Man, quite scary. The cinematic. Less yeah. about <laughs> part of the alien. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, great game. Um, deserved. Deserved, deserved bronze medal. Bronze medal for Lester. Oh. Has he made it back home? This we'll never, we'll never know, will we? No, we do know because we know what happens at the end of the Heart of the Alien. <laughs> yeah, of is course. that a spoiler? Should I tell people? Can't tell people the spoiler. He dies, doesn't he? Boo, boo! Oh, don't do <laughs> he it. He dies in Heart of the Alien. Anyway, oh. go on. Right. So in second place, here we go. I cursed my luck again as I slid down the monkey's throat. Have my dreams of guzzling grog and plundering galleons <laughs> been reduced to this? Three small trials, uh, and you're a pirate like us. They said, "Fair enough." If only I could stomach the foul brew, the scurvy sea dogs swilled, the rest would be easy. How could I have known I'd meet a powerful and beautiful woman with a jealous suitor too, stupid to realise he'd been dead for years? And how can I crawl through this great stone monkey to find a man who walks three inches above the ground and sets fire to his beard every morning? Man, it's obvious, it's so obvious. Great game, Monkey Island. The Secrets of Monkey Island. Great game, and like like Tim says, it's, it's, you know... It's great. 
it's great. It's just great. And and you like you've only got four discs, so it's mm. it's less off putting than Monkey Island Two. It's it's quite an emotional mm. game for me in a way because it was the first time, Dylan, when I I remember I've told you a story before. I went to Usman's house and there was a box on the side with that iconic cover. I was like, What's this game? And Usman's like, Don't you wouldn't like it, it's too long, the time we get it set up, no, no, no. And I kept saying, But Usman, please, it's a pirate game, I wanna play it. <laughs> no, you won't like it. Let's just play some Street Fighter on the Amiga. And I said, no, please. And he loaded it up, and um, it was the first game where I thought, actually, this is different to most video games. You could literally yeah. be inside a story. You could almost play, uh, a, a be part of almost like a, a movie, a comic, a, a cartoon. Yeah. It, I just couldn't believe it. And the f- I know it, there's a, it's not an open world, obviously, but I just felt amazing. You controlled this little character. You've done all these little, little things, and you can make things happen in the background. And it was, um, it, it, it really got me hooked on that sort of point and click adventure and the LucasArts or Lucasfilm games back then. Mm. Um, it actually makes me not emotional, but it, it, it's just one of those sort of games where it, it showed me what a game could be. And it, it's, it means so much to me. Adrian. I'm a little go bit back. it's not number one, but hey, hum. Adrian, please go back and play Dune. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should play Dune right now. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Monk Allen, so good. Yeah, I love it. Good. I played it relatively recently with, with the uh, special edition, but as soon as I got it, back to the original mm-hmm. graphics with with the, with the voice acting. That's mm-hmm. why I played it. So, guys, yeah, Monkey Island, arguably Lucas Hart's best. Ron Gilbert, what a ledge! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What could be number could- one? I really know what number one is because we would have all put it in there. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's. I mean, you don't even need to do the back of the box. You I can tell you, it's sensible world. You of control up to four. Wiggly creatures on screen. You can have your. You can choose many different weapons, and you. Is this the back of the box? This is the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can drink Aid and jump on high platforms. This is this is there's a new beat 'em up game which brings Street Fighter Two to the masses, where you can do lots of body blows. You see what I'm doing, here, Dylan? Yeah. yeah, yeah pull the other one. Yeah. Pull the other one. Pull the other um, one, mate. <laughs> look, we know what it is already. I'm sure. Look, should we do the back of the box? No, it's easily the greatest Amiga game I think there is. We've over 24,000 players, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, it's sensible what a soccer swas. Swas. We love it. I just go back to it now. Like, even it's still like so playable, <laughs> and you know, it's just it's it's light-hearted football action, isn't it? It's just That's you know, beautiful. it was it's some it was. In fact, you could take any of those sensible soccer games. Yeah, yeah, basically. And, you know, I think I, I, I had the international version most, and then towards the end of my Amiga time, I got Swass, and then got Swass on um, Xbox Arcade and stuff, and it's perfect, isn't it? And the rosters are good, because Forrest are there. Forrest are, you can play as an EastEnders team, can't you? And EastEnders, just bre- Grant Mitchell and Phil Mitchell. And, <laughs> could yeah, you imagine? Yeah. It's just brilliant that... It was so fun, playable to a T. We we love it. We love it. Yeah, we love it's it. It's so good. It's so good. The amount of depth that Sensible World of Soccer brought to the series was immense, right? The management the side. Did you, did you get into that? Well, it, I got must have lost hours yeah. in that. Yeah. It's incredible how deep the game was. The, the, I, I wish I knew how many hours I put into it. It'd be scary, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see that counter. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I'd want to see it. But it was great. No, it was. You know, it was a perfect amalgamation of 
of everything you wanted about football, wasn't it? Yes. So. It was fun. And you know, it was a game where people that didn't really know football could still enjoy. It was, to be mm-hmm. honest, I, t- I spoke about this on the, on, on the pod about it. I wasn't a massive football fan back when I was playing sensible world of soccer. I got more into football quite soon after, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But it's probably the one of the reasons I got into it. Okay. And you know, it's just so playable and fun. It, bruh. And it, it, it calls a bit of a Twitter war. We speak about this often, don't we, Dylan? <laughs> we do. We did call, um, talk about the time that we annoyed Dino Dini. That was <laughs> yeah. just, that was it. It was it. We were like, oh yeah, two of like, two of the, the two most influential games of all time, Sensible Soccer and FIFA. Battled out. <laughs> because, you know, because, because we were, you know, k- kickoff was before our time. Yeah. So that's why. Sorry, Dino. Kickoff didn't kick off or goggle or anything else didn't make this list. So yeah. sorry, mate. Um, you're going to have to come up with another game. Do you have um, a view? T- you obviously you like the game. It wouldn't be number one if you didn't like it, Tim. So. Yeah, it was, it was in my top 10, I think. I'm quite sure of it. And, uh, yeah. It's a contrast. It's, it's, yeah. It's interesting uh, putting this together, this list, because obviously some people were happy. There'd be people, people shouting at us now for going, why is this game so high or so low? There'd be people shouting games at us right now that aren't in the top 25. Yeah, like skid marks and like, yeah. stuff. Like, you know. I've got a little, little list here actually of honourable mentions that honorable didn't quite make. Do you want to hear some? IK Plus, that annoys me. It's IK not in plus. it. But, oh, yes. It's such a good game. <laughs> Lemons, of course. We, Lemmings, we, yeah. Yeah. Simon Simon Sorcerer, I love that game. Yeah. Met Shadow of the Beast, we mentioned. Beast. Rainbow Islands, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. Zedon 2. Mm-hmm. Worms. Mm-hmm. I know Dylan's not a fan, but <laughs> Theme Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe even James Pond 2. I've got Pang. I do like worms. It's a British institution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Pang. I mean, there's so many great games. Um, what else have we missed out? Any other Vroom. big ones? Vroom. I'll give it a Vroom. Vroom. Oh! Yeah. Oh, the game. Oh, uh, there were loads of games. I had Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Even there's, like, you know, we know. We know Rise of the Robots? <laughs> 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 you cheeky scoundrel. Fate of Atlantis. Why isn't that there? Fate of Atlantis. It should be there, let's be honest. Yeah. Fate of Atlantis, was that actually on the Amiga? Because yeah. I only remember the first one, you know, the uh um you know for the Amiga especially. Yeah, the uh episode. No, I think yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. Amiga, but this this the PC version is the better version, so I oh, guess okay. we can sort of allow right. this to slide a bit. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I have got a, another two uh, LucasArts titles titles here. Um Zach McCracken. Zach McCracken, legendary. And, Fox, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and another one, Maniac Mansion. Yes. Maniac Mansion is the one that we owe the most to, isn't it, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. The old scum oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've got another two. The Settlers. <laughs> yeah, The Settlers, mate, you love that. Again, Tim, great game. Tim did a lovely little article on The Settlers. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> and that is, a, yeah, that, 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 that's we've, classic. We've class. rustled a few feathers, let's be honest. We've, how, about this, how about this one, eh? Ultimate Soccer Manager. Ultimate Soccer. Was that actually on the Amiga? I thought it was only on the PC. Oh, oh crap. I messed up. <laughs> I That's I, for our PC top 25. I remember, okay, playing, okay. I remember playing on the PC and I was like, wow, because you obviously you can like, like, m- like mash the stadium yeah. around and stuff, but I don't know if they ported that to the Amiga, but that would have been good if that was on the Amiga because that, that was a good game that was. So, yeah. Um, an- another one then. Um, on the ball. On the ball. Who's on the ring? ball? Well, that rings the bell, but. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with the Ultimate big sprite? Is that the one with the big uh, on the on the ball was the one where you could actually um, it's a management game, but you could actually give beers to your football players and drug them up. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I saw reviews for that, but I never got that. I never got that it one. Was... I quite I quite like Football Glory, which was just um, like a oh. like, like a sensi rip off, but with like it was had a, it was a bit more 
They're like a bit more humor. It had a bit more humor in it, didn't it? So yeah, f- f- football glory was good. I've got another couple more sort of out there games that may maybe deserve a mention. Weird yeah. dreams, which you know we're weird fans dreams, of. yeah. And yeah. also, this is a great game. I put hours in. The, Fiend- pinball, the pinball games actually. On yeah, pinball dreams. Pin- yeah, pinball dreams. Pinball dreams. Oh Fantasy my games. god. You know? Yeah, oh, and um, yep. Fiendish Freddy's Big Top of Fun. I love that game. It's like yeah. a circus game. Fiendish Freddy, yeah. Yeah, there's, so there's a bit more crazy games there. But look, we could have done a top 50 and left out some massive games and people would be I shouting mean, at us. But the thing is, like, people's, like, even, like, like we'll say this is our top 25. My, my top 10 changes every five seconds, mate. Yeah. You know, the, the top 10 I sent you the other day was, yeah, okay, it was that one. But I'll give you a top 10 tomorrow. That'd be a bit different. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Rise of the Robots different. goes between one and two. Often. We're one and two, obviously. Obviously, yeah. obviously you know, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was a bit disappointed about Chaos Engine being so low. But I only, well, squeezed put, it, in. I only put it as my number 10. So well, there you go. I didn't do enough. <laughs> for, I didn't do enough. And the thing it. is... No one can have a go at us because they don't know our definitive top tens. So they can, if they want to blame anyone, it's Tim's crazy algorithm. Yeah, Tim's oh, algorithm. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, now that we've got Tim on the Hello. phone, um, on the podcast, I think we'll just, have, well, I think it's about time we ask him a few questions just to oh, round yeah. off the podcast. <laughs> do you think, do you think, uh, yeah, yeah, go on then, yeah. Getting to know Tim. This segment oh, is called for this. Remember, <laughs> I know. Sorry, man. I kind of sprung it on you. So getting to know Tim at Arcade Attack. Um, so Tim, what was your, um, first, uh, computer or console? Tell us about how you got into gaming. Okay. So the first console I had was, um, it, it was actually, I think it was a ColecoVision or something because we actually borrowed it from my uncle and I was like, oh wow, this is amazing. And then maybe we had it for about a month. It must've been like three or something. So I didn't even understand what's going on, <laughs> but it was a, it was like a tank game on that. But after that, um, we managed to get an Amstrad CPC 464. Nice. Yeah, so I had that, and um, I started playing with the basic, you know, Amstrad Basic, and programming a little bit, but mostly playing like really old games. Nice, nice. Did Which, you ever go into the Segas and Nintendos? Did you go? Did 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 you graduate to Master Systems, Nezes? Well, from the Amstrad, it went to straight to the Amiga five hundred plus. Oh, oh yeah, but oh, that that's posh. You called me rich for earlier. That's, that's posh. Why? Because I've got a plus. Because you got a plus. Oh yeah, with the. Well, you've got the twelve hundred. That's true, man. Like I think that the plus had one megabyte of RAM, didn't it? And I think, yeah, I think uh, so. the the A twelve hundred had two megabytes of oh, RAM. Know, right. Hey, hey, so, but I upgraded it. I upgraded it for settlers. Nice. Oh yeah, uh, just to make settlers work properly. Okay. Yeah, so I had the music and everything. Two oh. players on that. Oh my god, I can't believe we didn't mention that. But then I went to the Super Nintendo. So yeah, that's when the console thing started. All right, Great. nice, nice, mm. nice. What What are your sort of top three favorite games of all time, regardless of platform? Yeah. Top three. Top three. The the kind of the three games that you wake up in the morning and go, oh, I'll just play those three. Ah oh, man, um, right now probably uh, I would say CS:GO. I've been playing that. Mm-hmm. Counter Strike Go. Um, otherwise, recently Yakuza. Yep, good game. What well, the, the Yakuza one? series? Uh, right. Well, I've played from the first one. Now I'm playing the Zero on the PlayStation Three. Oh, okay. You're getting through them. Getting through them. Oh God, one, two, three, four, five, and then Zero. Uh, it's the Japan Simulator. Um, but <laughs> but you live in Japan. You don't need a Japan Simulator. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, UFOs in there. But Turrican Two, I, I always like going back to. Nice. Uh, playing like an extra, like, you know, you could just play that for five minutes and love it. Nice. Great game. Nice. Mm. Um, Sleep with M3. Could, can I ask him, um, is mm-hmm. what's gaming like in Japan compared to the UK? Is it really different? Oh, man. Like, um, it's very different because they didn't get the Amiga over here. 
They've got no computers. Ooh. You know? Yeah, seriously. Like, everyone's only into Nintendo. So even Mega Drive fanboys, you know, in the UK, they come over, it's like, what? You don't know Sonic 2? And they're like, oh, I had a Game, Be- Game Gear once. And it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so, yeah, usually it's, um, we're talking, like, limited to maybe Nintendo and uh, Sony, mainly. But otherwise, recently, they're into, like, uh, was it the popular ones? Was it uh, the one beginning with F? Fortnite, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fortnite. So whatever goes around the world, they get into. Yeah. Because I remember Mm. the arcades and stuff over there. I think they're they're still... Mm. What I love about Japan is that they're still massive into the arcades and you still get those big Sega arcades and, and, like... And those and those pachinko places. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw yeah, that on your Facebook the other day, so I don't, I don't know. If I, um, a lot of our listeners wouldn't have played pachinko, but it's just very Japanese. It's a coin game, isn't it? You yes. basically, well, you you basically Marble sit game. sit at this machine and you put in your yen and you get an absolute ton of little balls, like little ball bearings, and you just put them back through the machine. But I think you have to like. It like it spins. It depends on whatever machine you're doing. Like they all do different things. But I remember the the, the ones that I were doing. Um, it was like kind of like a kind of like a slot machine thing, but with other kind of fancy animations and yeah. stuff. So I guess you'd hit something, and then oh, you'd get a few more balls. But then you'd have to just put them back through the machine again. So you basically <laughs> like the guy trying to like help us play it. I basically just keep putting the balls in, and then just and it's just all disappeared. <laughs> I didn't like. Then no money. I was all money. I was like, it's all gone now. It's all gone. Yes. Now. I said to what, my wait, mate, how you could explain it? Oh, sorry, gone. I said to my mate Dave, who was like kind of doing all the action. I was that I was like, um, Dave, is all the balls are gone? Was I? It? <laughs> I was like, we <laughs> looked at each other and like, yeah, that was just putting the balls back in and in and in and in. So yeah, that was a good. Yeah, way you, of, how you can explain it, right? Is is uh, you know the little pin the pinball games, the very old style pinball games. We have like a little uh, thing with no no flippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just you just and you got to yeah. aim aim for the one hundred little cup thing. Yeah. You know the points. Yeah, it's like that, but with un, near unlimited amount of ball bearings that go in automatically. Yeah, and you kind of I don't know. You 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 spin this little circley thing. I don't know. That's about it. But if you wanted to play it. Get the Yakuza, Yakuza games. They're on they're, there. They're all in there, apparently. <laughs> they're all in there. You can play it on the Yakuza games. I think there's the, the full things in there, so except you don't get like winning, you know, the prizes and stuff. So, Ooh. yeah, oh, boy, or, or lose a tenner, <laughs> essentially like a thousand yen. So, hey, man. Um, yeah, that um, game you just go around beating up people and you get like you know tens of thousands of yen, no problem. <laughs> I've started playing Yakuza on the PS2, so hopefully I'll get into those and you never know that might be another podcast hey, for another day they're, they're, um, they're fun but yeah so so tim with all of our with all of our guests we have a, we have a crazy question don't we adrian <laughs> do you want to ask tim our crazy question before we say goodbye to him? if you could share a drink of any video game character who would you choose and why um moonstone one <laughs> of the one of the knights from moonstone oh, okay. sharing they a drink have... over that There's over a that great... casino was it Dice, the dice game, you know the dice game, yeah, yeah. They show a lovely yeah. tavern, don't they? A Moonstone Tavern. We'll show a website <laughs> called that. I think it's still out. But yeah, you're right. In the in-game dice game, it's in an amazing kind of medieval pub. It does look a cool place to be. There you go. I would join mm. you. There you go. It's great. On repeat. Really sets the scene. Really sets the scene, mate. 
But yeah. Um, hmm. Well, look, Tim, we'll get you back on the pod in the future, I'm sure. When you're in yep. London again, or even the UK, we'd love to meet you in person, have a few beers. Sweet. At the Moonstone Tavern. And, oh, uh, it's the one? <laughs> we it's make a one. fake, it's online. It's like a virtual <laughs> thing. <laughs> Um, yeah vr <laughs> thank you i think actually the plan is you want to make a video kind of our top 25 media games don't you i don't know what the real plan is but we're gonna try and put something together yeah, yeah. it'll it'll be up soon i believe yeah oh. once we get it all stuck together yeah all good i've started already doing the top 10 so when this is uh when this pod's been released it should be up oh yeah man because yeah, yeah. well there you go all right. all right we're quite lazy people so if you can do it all yourself that'd be useful <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So this is Dylan, Adrian, and Tim wishing everyone a pleasant morrow. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't like guys, twenty-five Amiga games, just yeah. Sorry. Just, just message Tim. <laughs> yeah, Tim at tim 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 dot com. Blankety blank at blank blank dot com. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.